Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. This week, we're changing it up a little bit. We're answering your relationship questions, and usually we get into our hot takes, but this is going to be a flurry of hot takes. So we're going to get right into the questions. Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm glad you asked how I'm doing, man, because I wanted you to, you know, I wanted you to ask that. But I'm great. Just moving to my new apartment complex. Uh, Uh Can't wait to, you know, furnish it. And finally, back here in Austin, man. How are you? Good, man. Good. You know, just getting a little, I was a little under the weather earlier in the week, but uh, I'm feeling better and uh, back at it, man. Glad to be with you again. No, and uh, so. interested in what the audience, because the audience came through with some amazing questions. So shout out to all the TIO fans out there. Are you ready, Mike? Dude, I just have to say, you know, I just want to say thank you and shout out to all of our, all of our listeners. This yes. past week, past 10 days i've been around all the on the east coast and okay. so many people came up to me saying that they love our uh, our podcast and they love you uh they like me sometimes <laughs> stop it <laughs> uh just super happy man it was it was an honor so i want to make sure that you get that credit as well it's good man that just that just makes us want to put out more good content you have you know no I mean? idea so, <laughs> i'm like oh god you're listening i gotta be sure better <laughs> uh but let's get right into these man All right, buddy. So I'll start off. I want to see what your thoughts are on this. Somebody wrote in, what can I do to meet people besides using dating apps? The app game just isn't for me. I completely understand that. App game isn't for me either. We might, it might be for the same reason or different reasons. I say the app game isn't for me just because I'm, I'm going to get annoyed. I'm getting annoyed in the sense of like lazy, you know, like when it comes to the apps, I'm not trying to like check an app and I'm just going to be like, yo, let's meet up here at this spot. And then also with the apps, if they don't respond for two, three days, you know, it's just, no. I just rather meet somebody in person. The way that I, since I've been back in Austin, I've lived here for, in my place for two days now. I've had tons of great opportunities, I guess you would say, and exposure to meeting people. And it's not because on TV, it's just because I'm going after and doing the things that I truly desire, like for my goal. Uh, my my biggest goal that I have right now, my big, hairy, audacious goal, I'm walking into that. What I mean by walking into that is doing the steps in order to get that goal. And I'm meeting people that are like mine. Yeah. So to me, that's like super, super, super helpful. And for me also, I'm as a small business owner, I try to normally when I was in Mexico, obviously, and then before I would work inside of my house. Now I try to work in different co-working spaces. Nice, nice. And just to meet up with people that way. I mean, I have a little different take on the apps, man. Like, I love the apps when I was single back in the day. I mean, I I came from a situation where I was a workaholic. So I was in an office Monday through sometimes even Saturday late. Well, Monday through Friday, late into the evenings and then Saturday morning. So it's like Saturday night and Sunday. I just wanted to chill. So it's like, when was I going to get out? you know, go to a, a, a social setting and ask for a number. It, is, it was just too much. So I felt like the apps were a good icebreaker. I got straight to the point. I asked the girl out on a date. It was straight to the point. Perfect for my situation. Yeah. But if you're not down for the apps, I agree with you, man. I think a networking situation, like maybe in your profession, is like perfect, right? There's like great synergy there. You guys are like-minded. You're doing the same types of things. So I would say definitely networking events. I like workout classes. Yes. Right. Workout yes. classes, you know, but, get your fitness on. I think it's easier to be able to speak to people. You know what I mean? If you're like in the say, hey, you want to be my partner or whatever the case may be. I think that it's like an easy 
icebreaker you know, in a sense as well. I like how you said workout classes instead of the gym because in yes. the gym, I cannot. I've never to this day hollered a girl in the gym. I just I, I, I cringe. I it's cringe. like yeah, it's cringe. It's like it's it's like off limits to me in my brain. You cannot holler at a girl or a guy in the gym. Like you can't. That's just don't be hollering at people in the gym. That's just a thing. But I, workout classes, like you said, that incites conversation. Exactly, man. I can't tell you how many times like I've I get secondhand embarrassment. Yes. Like you see a a, a, a beautiful woman. I, I remember there was one situation in particular. I saw a very attractive woman working out, headphones on, like she was in the zone, hat mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. That's like clearly showing that you. Screams, I don't want to Yes, mess don't mess with, with me. Exactly. Yeah. And dude just like comes behind her and like taps her on the shoulder. And it is like, crazy, bro. Can you lower the? Yeah, just to like. like say like what's your name and if she's like huh like do you yeah. see i'm not working out right now the girls you're right they have on the they have on the hat they sometimes have on a hoodie or way oversized clothes the headphones bro she's clearly saying it's like when you i'm sure i don't know about you but with me i really don't like talking when i'm on the airplane so i'm wearing some form of a hat or a hoodie <laughs> i got uh i used to love when it was COVID because i had the mask all the way up nobody knew who i was and yeah. i had the hip and i wore the over size headphones like we're wearing right now clearly indicating i'm not trying to have a conversation right now right yeah so when someone wants to talk to you you gotta like you know overdo it yes i feel you. I feel, yeah i feel you on that i feel you on that what about um i personally don't like it but meeting someone through like friends or family maybe no no and i'm not about that no why why aren't you about it right quick <sighs> i mean I think there's two sides with like for me personally, I just don't want that awkward situation where if mm -hmm. it doesn't work out, then it's like awkward between the, the person that introduced us and then us. But then at the same time, like this was back in the day when I was possibly a little bit more mature. But I think now I see the, the error in my ways back then. And I think I would have been able to have a conversation with that person and be like, look, I don't see it, you know, in a, in a nice way. I don't see what this, was the uh, error in your ways. I guess I would just I wouldn't communicate in the proper way. Like now I think I would say more like, hey, listen, you're a great person. I just don't think it's it's in the cards for us romantically, but I'd love to be friends with you. Kind of like to keep the peace between everybody and everybody mm -hmm. can still hang out. No issues. And I think I just back in the day, I just wouldn't communicate it in that way. And it was kind of just like we just like stopped talking and that was it. Not fair. Matt. People have tried to do that a few times for me. Uh, maybe like four times that I could think of like last year or whatever. And it's so, like you said, awkward and peculiar because like I have this friend, I want to be respectful to my friend. They're introducing me to one of their friends and it's like, they're not my style, you know? And and then what do you say? And so and just, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to hurt their yeah. feelings or the other person's feelings. And it's just, it's just peculiar. I'd rather stay away from it. But let's keep, let's keep it moving, man. Let's do it. All right, so <laughs> one of our listeners sent this in. I just found out that my fiance cheated on me a few years back, but he okay. swears it was only one time and it didn't mean anything because he was drunk. We're getting married in a month. Am I crazy to go forward with the wedding? What are your thoughts? Wow. So hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me break this down for the audience. <laughs> yeah. Cheated on her a few years back. Mm -hmm. We are now fast forward a month before the wedding. Yep. They're engaged. Am I crazy to go forward? Absolutely. You need to run, girl. Like, why should basic... she run? Why should she run? Okay. So he let's. Cheated? Well, he, he, number one, he cheated. That's okay. one. But then okay. he cheated. He's basically been holding on to this for a few years. And he tells you a month before the wedding. Mm -hmm. Like, Mike, I don't know about you, but I mean, obviously, you'll get there one day. But a month <laughs> before our wedding, shit was paid for. Okay. Yeah. People yeah. were invited. Music, yeah. food, location, venue, everything was paid for. You know what I mean? So like talk about insult to injury. It's like that talk needed to be had prior to any wedding planning whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was just that was like a double slap in the face right there. I just think it sets a, a, a horrible precedent moving forward into a marriage. I mean, mm -hmm. right there, you got trust issues, you got disrespect. Uh, you got loyalty issues and you have you got secondhand embarrassment because, like you said, you invited people. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything is set by a month away. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like that is your entire life. Right. Like you you take this plunge. Mm -hmm. This is for life, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as 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 marriage is set up to be. So 
I just think this was a sign from God to cut him loose. What do you think? Uh, Well, let me ask you this first before I go into my thoughts. Do you think that he should have said anything in the first place? Uh, I I mean, apparently it was eating away at him. So I I feel like eventually, you know, it was going to come out. Um, You know, maybe obviously I don't know the situation, but maybe he felt guilty. I'm sure. You know, I don't want to go get into this marriage and then tell her like I'd rather tell her before and suffer the consequences. Maybe that's what he was thinking. But I just think he made the mistake of waiting so long. It's like, correct. Come clean right away or shortly thereafter. You know, the whole I'm drunk. I mean, are you going to ever be alone and get yeah, drunk in the future? Drunk like, again. Yeah, for sure. like that could happen again. Like, what are you saying? You can't control yourself. So I don't know. I completely agree with you. My hot take is the exact same as yours on this one or my response to it, because she is or I'm assuming that she uh, the fiance now, like you said, has trust issues, you know, and you can't have trust issues going into a marriage. You just, you just can't. I mean, because the relationship is based off of trust at the end of the day, right? Trust, yeah. faith, and love. And so, should he? I asked you the question. Should he have just kept it to kept it to himself? No, he should have brought it up. Yeah. That was good for him to get that off his chest, off his conscience. The timing was atrociously wrong. He should have said that Terrible. shit way a long time ago. He should have said it when he did it, you know. And then also, if they do get married, every time. He gets drunk and or tipsy and or has a drink in his hand. What do you think his fiance and or spouse is going to be thinking? Yeah. yeah and I can't have, even be mad at them for that. Right. That's yeah. they, they're going to have that in their head. And that, they're, you know, they have insecurities for a reason. Right. Exactly. And so it's not necessarily the cheating, which, you know, you shouldn't cheat. It's the fact that he did that shit a month before or not necessarily did the act, but told you a month before the wedding. That's yeah. wrong. That's just yeah. that's just wrong right there. I'm not going to say that. Like, I think like I've I've been I've said it before. You know, if my my girlfriend wife cheated, well, my, my girlfriend, my wife cheated on me. I one time or one another reason. I think we can get through it. But in this situation, in this case, at very least, the wedding will be on hold, postponed. Yeah, postponed. <laughs> We're gonna say this is COVID times too. Shit, and, and the deposit has already been. <laughs> been set so that's i don't crazy, know i don't know man. they might be losing some money out on that one this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'd be pissed. Yeah. And then, like I said, just embarrassed. You know, I got my sister, I got my family coming from different parts of the States and or a different country. And, and what are you, you gonna say? tell me this shit? Like, like what I'm getting you, mad. I'm getting mad for this person <laughs> right now. Like, how the who the hell? What do you say? Like, do you come clean to like everybody that this is what happened? Like, what lie do you tell the guests to like avoid? Oh, you talking about like the spouse? Like, I don't think it's upon the spouse. To, that's that's they, that individual's business. I would be like, if that was like, hey, you tell them, you you telling everybody what the f you just did. Okay, so like as far as a couple, like you guys come clean and. Let the guests know, hey, listen, we're postponing. I'm not saying why my wife would have to say that shit. I'm not gotcha. I'm not gonna that's that's her business. She did that. She gotcha. gonna take that L. <laughs> <laughs> it's she gonna have to take that L. Hey, Mike ain't do it. <laughs> it's all it's all it's all on them. It's all on them. You gotta take gotcha. that L. Let's keep it moving, man. All right, man. Mike, what is the biggest thing you learned about yourself and love through your time on The Bachelorette? Um First thing that comes to my mind is what I said, I believe, last week. You know, post-show, you get to meet these people that we see on these screens, whether it's a TV, a laptop, cell phone, right? And 
we have these like aspirations to be like them or think all this amazing stuff about them. But then you really get to hang out with a kicker with them, you know, talk shit with them. Sometimes, you know, become lifelong friends with them. They're the same as us. And it helps you to realize like we're all human beings. We all go through things. We all have the same 24 hours in this world. You know, just one struggles. Someone else that you admire had those same struggles, if not even higher. And yeah. so I think that's and different for me, struggles, potentially and different struggles. Yeah. For me, was really helpful, uh, specifically to the question, like the big thing I learned about myself and love through my time on The Bachelorette. I am so straightforward, almost to a fault. Like I <laughs> my homies say that I'm extremely confident and I come across that way. And sometimes it could be not cocky, but confident. No, nah, it's not cocky. It's just more like, hey, I would love to take you on a date and I'm just I'm almost expectant in my brain. Yeah. It's like, I would love to take you on a date. Uh, I want to treat you X, Y, Z. And I'm just extremely confident in that regard because on the show, you don't get much time. You don't know when you're going to see that person next. And yeah. I, I, that's how I feel about stuff, you know? And then when it comes to like the biggest thing I learned about myself, specifically from the show, I learned that I don't, it would be a positive, which is I'm going to stand up for what I believe in. I'm going to sit on, I'm going to stand on it. Yeah, I, 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 did, I did. That's what I learned about myself. What about Amen. you? Uh, I, I think you, you spoke a little bit on it as far as, you know, the little amount of time that we have on the show. And, you know, that that environment can be, in essence, like a pressure cooker, right? And mm -hmm. I just think that I learned that in that situation, you're stronger than you actually think sometimes. And, you know, like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like I learned like how to be my most vulnerable self, knowing that, you know, I was going to put myself out there no matter what and lay it out on the line. And at the end of the day, I didn't really, I wasn't a hundred percent positive that I was going to get that reciprocated. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, I think that shows strength in and of itself that Absolutely. you're able to, put it all out there and, and, you know, it's kind of like blind faith. You just go for it and, and let the chips fall where they may. And I think just that shows true strength. And I think it helps immensely when it comes to self growth and character growth. And I think that that really set the tone for the relationship with Rachel and I. I love that you said that in regards to vulnerability, because I was speaking yesterday to a friend here in Austin and you know, we've heard it a million times, but it, I came, it, it came out of my mouth when I said it this time, which was everything was on the other side of courage, right? And so for you to be vulnerable and tell Rachel, your now wife, how you felt, if you weren't courageous in that moment, she probably wouldn't be your wife today. Correct. You know, and so I, I love that about you. I love that you say that because being vulnerable does sometimes make you fall flat on your face and yeah. you're in this regard. But also you can meet the you know, your partner for life. Yeah. And then I, I guess at the, like thinking of it, you know, glass half full type of situation, it's like, okay, yes, if you do fall off flat on your face, you know, you either take the W or it's a learning lesson, right? It's, a it's learning like, lesson, it bro. helps you grow as a person for that next time, you know, you're in that situation, maybe you do things differently or, you know what I mean? You do things differently or what did Leah say? Dust yourself off and try again. There you go. At first, fall down, fall down seven times, get up eight. There you go. Rest in peace, Aaliyah. One Rest of the greatest. Peace, <laughs> All right, what we got, Mike? What else? So, Brian, what advice do you have for newlyweds who are settling into married life? Ooh, newlyweds settling into married life. Yes. Uh, actually, talking about this the other day. Um, one of the important points that our premarital counselor who actually officiated our wedding, uh, Pastor Carter, shout out to him. He mentioned to always continue to pursue each other and date each other. Yes. I think that's very important. Um, you know, marriages, you know, you hear all the time, sometimes could fall into a rut or, you know, it's just, they lose a little bit of that spark. So I think that continuing to date, you know, making it a priority on both your parts, no matter how busy the schedule is on, on either end, you know, just making that time to go to dinner, go to a movie, whatever the case may be, whatever you guys like to do together, just spend that quality time. 
Um, also, uh, a little bit of what we talked about, uh, I believe it was last week, learn how to talk to each other. You know, I think, I, I believe it was my gem that, you know, a lot of arguments or a lot of uh, heated discussions could be avoided if you guys kind of know how to talk to each other when it comes to, you know, maybe I ask, you ask your significant other, like, okay, you brought me this scenario, this question, you need advice, you need you need me to talk to you about it. Do you want comfort or do you want like that tough love? You know what I'm saying? Like asking that yeah. pre-question so that they could tell you what they kind of want to hear and then you go with that. Because sometimes I think people may perceive the way your the partner talks to them in a negative light and that could lead to issues. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, just learn how to talk to each other. Um, if there was learn like a, a, if there was like a communication, like love languages, like a communication language, maybe in a sense. Um, and then also give each other space, man. You came into the relationship as individuals, um, you know, maintain that individuality. Don't get lost, you know, in the relationship or, you know, focusing on the other person's goals, dreams, and desires. Like you have your own, you know what I'm saying? So I think, Come together, love each other like crazy, love hard, but at the same time, maintain that individuality. That's see, that was my issue in my previous relationship. What was, was that? that? The individuality aspect. You got lost or she got lost? I was like thinking, yo, I gotta be all up on her. Uh, I have to like, this her TV show. I gotta, I gotta like learn her TV show, whatever the case may be. Um, I, these are her friends. I got to be around her friends and kick her with her. I was very much, and also, mind you, this was 2017, so 2017, 2016, 2015. So I've definitely changed a lot since then. But that was definitely one of the biggest things about learning to be an individual. Say, hey, I'm going to go kick with my people today. Yeah. I'm going to go kick it. Just go to the basketball gym and just shoot hoops with the homies or just some new people, right? And so maintaining that individuality. Yeah. I know that you say that. And that's happened to me before, man. It's like I wouldn't go. You know, in past relationships, there would be at times where it's like I was maybe in like my own rut and I mm -hmm. wouldn't go play ball with the boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I would avoid, you know, seeing them. And it's like, you know, then all of a sudden your boys are like, oh, man, Brian's lost. He's he's all booed up and he, he never comes out like exactly. we never see him. And it's like you're too wrapped up in the relationship. And you got to remember you, say, you got family, friends, you had hobbies, you know, things you like to do you know, before you were in that relationship. And I think you should continue to do that to maintain that individuality. All right, that's good, man. That's good. I'm definitely going to call you when I get uh, <laughs> newlywed, when I come a newlywed. All right, let's see. Uh, Mike, somebody wrote in, what do you guys think about ultimatums? Oh, good I, one. <laughs> am I wrong to tell my boyfriend of four years that he, if he doesn't propose soon, I'm going to find someone else who will? <laughs> Did we not talk about this often? Like just you and I. I swear we did. <laughs> we did. We did. Uh, okay, I think I that was gonna did. be that was gonna be our hot take, but this yeah. person was obviously reading our minds. So <laughs> here you go. Oh man, I don't want to start this one because <laughs> we definitely <laughs> talked about this offline. Just you and I. I personally, I don't know how someone. Effort. This is a hot take, so you can disagree with my hot take, but and I'm still love you regardless. I hope you still love me regardless. But I, I love you always, Mike. No matter what. Don't understand. How if you're in love with someone, happy, and they don't want to put a ring on it today that you leave. I don't understand that, personally speaking. I don't know if it's a cultural thing in our society, in the Western Hemisphere in America. I don't know if it's uh, peer pressure from family, friends, loved ones. Uh, but if I am madly in love, matter of fact, Michael B. Jordan, Lori Harvey perfect example right now uh, from what we're hearing, what the rumor Ramil is saying uh, is that, you know, he wanted to get married and she wasn't ready. She didn't want to get married. I don't, it sucks that a relationship ends because some, one of the parties doesn't want to get married today. Now, yeah. with that being said, I, I don't know me personally, I could be with my girl for 47 years and not have been married to her if that's what she desires. If that's what she desires, I'd want to be married. But if she desires that, then she desires that. I just I don't see myself breaking up with someone because. I, I don't want to put a ring on it, and it may be a very religious thing. So if you are an extremely religious individual, I completely get that, completely get that. I understand that. I think that that your partner should have known that 
from the beginning. And if they did know that from the beginning, then that's on them. And I think that I just don't see an ultimatum for that reason, personally speaking. No. Everyone's going to disagree with me. I understand it. I see your point completely. But if I'm madly in love with you, that doesn't come around every day. So you so basically you were speaking from the perspective of you putting an ultimatum on your girl. No, I would never if I'm bro, I've. I've I've asked the homies this. I'll ask you this right quick. You've you felt love. You are in love. You have a wife. If you didn't, let's say you didn't have a wife, right? But you felt love before and you don't have that love no more. Would you want to experience that love again? Of like love again, in love again? Or would you just rather live the rest of your days without being in love? No, I mean, I'd, I'd want everything to work out perfectly. I'd want to stay in love with the person that I was in love with. Being in love to me is like one of the highest levels of bliss in life. And so for that one particular reason, I don't want to lose the person that I get to enjoy life with because of marriage. Gotcha. No, I, I respect that. I respect that. I mean, I don't think a proposal should be a, like, I don't think that should be like a pressure situation. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I technically don't believe in ultimatums. I think that should just flow naturally and at their own pace. Like when the person's ready, they're ready. I think it, I think it takes away from how special that moment should be. If it's that's like, all I'm trying to say, you know, I, I, I'm like I'm I'm speaking in terms of let's say, you know, the she's I guess was speaking about her boyfriend of four years. So four years. This yeah. is a woman technically putting an alter or considering putting an ultimatum on her boyfriend. So like, as I don't know how a woman would feel, but like if I was in her shoes, like I wouldn't want to feel that I put pressure on this man to want to propose to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I want him to want to do it naturally and at his own, on his own timeline and him doing it because he loves me and wants to spend the rest of his life with me. You know what I mean? So I guess that's why I feel like it would take a little bit of that, special uh aspect of it but at the same time i would ha- i would want to have if, if i was her i'd want to have serious conversations there about it go. right it's like it. why haven't you proposed like what are your feelings on marriage uh you know and i wouldn't in ask particular the being the one like what's your outlook on the future that's what i would ask you know what I'm saying? Like, more so that question because like if he's if he's just beating around the bush and he's not really giving her any concrete answers, then I understand. I would understand her frustration. You know what I mean? But like, Oh, for sure. If he explains it in a way where it's like, Hey, look, this is why, you know, I want to wait for this or whatever. And if that, if that is a good enough reason for you where that prolongs the situation and you're okay with that, then that's your relationship. You know what I mean? I just don't, At the end of the day, I think those serious conversations should be the determining factor. Like if they don't satisfy you and you decide to walk, I feel like at the end of the day, if you walk away and he was truly in love with you, like it'll come back. Right. Love will come back to you in a way, potentially, maybe not. But but you also sacrifice or you you potentially could lose that person forever. Correct. I want to, to to what you were saying. I absolutely agree that there should be conversations had. Yeah. I wouldn't ask the person if I was in her shoes. I want to say to my boyfriend, like, "Yo, why haven't you proposed to me?" No, I would not ask that because you're making that person come from a defensive aspect, right? And now they're put being put in the corner, and that's how they're probably going to respond to you. I would say, "Hey, this is something I'm considering at some point in time for us. What are your thoughts on this?" And she probably has asked that question. It's probably why she's asking us now. So I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt, right? That she's already asked those type of questioning. Yeah. But then I would, I would ask, I think she should ask herself internally, what is the reason that I'm putting, that I'm considering putting an ultimatum at four years? Correct. Yes. Yes. And that's an internal question, right? Is it, is it a societal thing? Is it, you know, pressure from friends, family? Is like, it why that, is this so is important Is it a cultural thing? Yeah. Because if you are truly happy, madly in love with this person, I would just hate for you, baby, to like lose that person that you're in love with. Yeah. And I would hate for him to lose you as well. Like this isn't me choosing one side or the other. I just don't think an ultimatum for that reason. Unless, like you said, Brian, he was just saying, hey, I don't ever intend to get married. And then, hey. That's on you. Like at that yeah. point, you have to make a decision. You know Correct. what I'm saying? Like he 
let you know where he stands on the subject and it's Correct. up to you if like if, if marriage is so important to you where that's like a deal breaker and he's there you have your answer you yeah. yeah exactly all right great question though. great question great question thank you so my girlfriend is very flirty by nature i know she and i are solid but it still bothers me to see her you know be cute with other dudes how do i tell her to tone it down without driving her away love this question <laughs> <sighs> see man like <laughs> Just in the question, I have questions, right? God, you're such a doctor. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to analyze. I need like more context. Like, still bothers me to see her be cute with other dudes. Like, are you interpreting this as being kind, being friendly? Because you know, there's people out there. It's like, hello, sir. Oh man, she wants me. You know, she's flirting with me. It's like, bruh. There's a difference between flirting and being cordial, nice. So is this he? Is is he misinterpreting that one? And then also I look back to the, when he says, I know she and I are solid. So why do you care? You know what I'm saying? Like if you dang, are, are dang, if you dang. are 100% solid, I think that's just insecurity showing on your part, right? I don't think, I don't think you tell her anything because I think that's just going to bring up the fact that you do have insecurities. And I think that may be an argument. I don't know. That's just me. Like you're not letting your girl be your girl and, and that's the way she is. That's the way that's her personality. That's the person you fell in love with. If you guys are solid and you know that she's not sliding in DMs and, and you know, hooking up with other dudes on the side, she's just nice and friendly with other guys. And I don't know. I, I don't know if you make a big stink about that. What do you think? I make a big stink about that. That term is just funny to me. <laughs> I don't know if we make a big stink about that. It's just funny to me, right? I think this kind of goes into the previous one about the ultimatum. That's a conversation uh, that you may have, or not necessarily a conversation that, that you have. It's something that you need to know about your person. Like in the previous question about the ultimatum, you know if that person wants to get married or not, right? Yeah. Via asking questions. And this one, homie, your girlfriend is flirty by nature. That's her. You never want to change somebody. Never. You don't want to change an individual who they are. And so therefore, if she's flirty by nature, you either need to get with it or get lost. And I think that you can voice how you feel without making her feel bad. I think there's a way how that you can do that. How would you say that? I think the way that you say it is like this, right? So I've had this, I've dated women that a lot of guys might get jealous around, you know? And there's this one example, uh, me and this lady that I was dating, we talked about it. If she's, let's say, uh, I'm trying not to say, <laughs> let's say she's she has a job to where there's a lot of successful guys around her, right? And she rubs his arm, for, for example, hey, you ain't gotta be that damn flirty, babe. You ain't gotta put your arm, you ain't gotta put your hands on his arms. You know, okay. this man got muscles out the wazoo. You ain't gotta be doing all that. You know, I ain't, you know, I ain't doing like that. <laughs> don't, don't be copping the feel. Yeah, don't be copping the feel, babe. And I think that you can come across it funny. I think that humor is a wonderful tool to use to get across how you feel. Babe, you know damn well my muscles ain't set up like that. What you doing? You know, just be funny with it, right? You know, I got string noodles from arms. Uh, just, just be funny with it if it comes across like that. So that's how I would answer what you just said. But I completely agree with you. If your woman is flirty by nature, then you went into that knowing who she is. You need to accept who she is. I would be funny and humorous if it's going to a point to where it's just really eating at you. But at the same time, I would question myself. If we're solid, yeah. I know she ain't going it, nowhere. Yes. Yeah, then I need to stop tripping. I know she and I are solid. And I think that you mentioning like the the funny aspect, like I think that that's a great way. That's a great uh, suggestion. And I think that also shows confidence. Right. I think I, if, if I'm the guy, I just like exude more confidence. Like I don't care about any other guy. Like nobody's coming in between us. I do understand what you're saying about you want more context. Like I got to see the situation like, oh, she went too far for that one. But yeah. from what it sounds like, she's just being cute with other dudes. First off. Yeah, we got we got we got to know if what that means. If you got a means. cutie, then it is what it is. You're a guy. I, I I don't understand. I always say this. There's a song by Eric Bellinger that I love. He's like, if they don't looking, I don't want. If they not looking at my girl, I don't want her. Like I know that the woman I end up with, she going to turn men and women both going to try to holler at her. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Because you gotta not come to the territory. You gotta accept energy, that, right? Yeah. So if you got a, a, a she's cutie with other people. You need to know what you have on your hands and you need to do something to bring your confidence up, homie. 
Confidence, bro, if you're out there. All right. All right, Mike, what is the best relationship advice anyone ever gave you? Uh, So many. Dudes are stupid. Shut up and listen. (laughs) Dudes are stupid. Shut up and listen. (laughs) You heard it here first. Wait, what does that mean? Break that down. What? I need context. Uh, Context. Ask. Ask. Ask in the bedroom. If you have ask a question, when it comes to ask. ask when it comes to communication style. Ask when it comes to what you want for dinner. Ask. Ask. Just ask your partner. Don't always assume. Don't be, don't, we're not mind readers. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're, not, we're not mind readers. But then also, the caveat to that is, once you've been in a relationship long enough, you already know. And then just do. And don't yeah. stop doing. And don't. What you're doing, this is the other piece of it. What you do in the beginning, you must continue to do forever within that relationship. You opening the doors, you send, you, you, when you walk down the street, whether you on the outside close to the road, make sure you continue to do those things four, five, 35, 75 years down the road. Yes, absolutely. Don't stop being romantic, keep mm-hmm. dating, love that. Um, what about you? I mean, when I saw this question, I my mind went straight to the show. I mean, uh, I mean I've mean, i said this before, but just the relationship I got going on um, was, just to focus on Rachel, right? Like focus on Rachel hundred percent, like make sure that you exhaust every single opportunity to get to know this woman, to see if she's the right one for you. Like don't waste your time focusing on other things, all that external outside noise that, you know, could go on in the show and, you know, other guys get in your heads or whatever the case may be. Like I never, like I always had that in the back of my mind whenever I was in situations you know, with the guys or when I was one-on-one with Rachel. So I would say that during the show. And then, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm big on this individuality uh, situation that I mentioned earlier. Just don't lose who you are in the relationship and love each other like crazy and, and be a unit, be a team, but maintain that individuality. Yeah. I got you, honey. Individuality. For sure. Very tight. <laughs> Uh, what about not, this next one? Oh, jeez! <laughs> <laughs> the preview of this one is just. That's why I laugh. All right, all right, I'm, Mike. I'm gonna ask you. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna ask, ask you. you. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you this question. Um, so, uh, she, I, well, we don't know, but this person writes in. I love my guy, but he is terrible in bed, and that's just the fact. What is a polite way of telling him he needs to figure that out? Again, ask, <laughs> ask, like ask um, if that individual. First off, stop faking. If the, I'm a, I'm a. People need to stop faking in the bedroom. We you just got to. Like, if it's trash, you just need to tell me. Like I think that some women. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna answer, but I'm gonna answer it my way, right? I think that some women uh, think that guys come 100 percent of times. I faked them a damn self before, and then I had to realize I gotta stop faking it, like. Women, Wait. stop faking it. Men, stop faking it. Uh, and tell that person. I think that she should tell him, but how should she tell him or how should that individual tell their 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 boyfriend, their guy? Tact. Tact to it. Definitely tact. I had to, <laughs> I had to teach somebody what the word tact meant. Definitely tact. But then also, I would literally put on uh, some a video that you like, and I would say, man, I love this during the video. I love when they do this right here. Or I would read some erotica and I'll say, okay. oh, that sounds so sensual. I, uh, I, I love it when it's slow. I would be throwing, dropping hints like that. You know gotcha. what I mean? I love it when it's done slow. I love it when it's not like a rabbit. You know, I have a lot of lady friends that tell me that guys, they fuck like rabbits, right? Which is not how you want <laughs> it to go down, I would assume. And so that's how I would do it. I would put on a video that I like. So subtle and hints. I would definitely drop. I would drop heavy subtle. I'm talking about like five times a day subtle hints for like a week, because life is too short not to get your nut. Period. That should be written on a shirt. Yeah. And facts. If those subtle hints aren't working after like a week, I'm not talking. Don't don't be spending more than seven days on these subtle hints. Then it would just be like, hey, flat out, I'm missing this. I love you. Uh, I care about you, and please don't. I don't want this to harm your pride, but I genuinely only want to be with you 
and I'm needing this. And that that's when it's on that person. They're gonna be yeah. they're gonna let their ego take over, or they're gonna be like, yo, thank you for saying that, baby, because I'm trying to put it on you. And if you get that response, you know it's going down, right? Uh facts. That's I mean, that's some A1 advice from a certified sex coach, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Games really help to ex- be able to explore that without hurting someone's ego. Uh, games really do so game of, gamify it. Yeah, definitely. Like I would highly suggest gamifying it. Highly. And then I would just show them content that I like. Uh I would and I would drop hints like, man, I love it like that. You know, and just <laughs> have, have them think have them behind you and you know that they're looking at your back of your head. <laughs> and that's how I would do it. Uh I, I mean I agree with you, man. I, for the most part, I mean I think we're definitely in the same same line when it comes to that i think the communication is obviously key i think if the person can highlight i mean I, we, we don't know if it's all 100 percent trash i mean is there something positive that that person nah, has to the table i but think he that is they, terrible in bed and that's just a fact yeah i i get i guess my thing is can you highlight something that he does well like hype him up like don't bring him down like you were mentioning you know what i'm saying like harp on the positives as a way to then bring in, uh, you know, things that you would like. I mean, you reference the videos, the games and things like that. Um, she could basically mention after she kind of pumps him up a little bit, you know, give him that little ego lift. But at the same time, suggest things that he could do that would drive her wild or that she would really like in bed. And at the same time, she could actually take control of the situation like if if she if the dude's on top all the time and she's just not feeling that like maybe take control of the situation and guide him maybe a little bit right um mm-hmm. or just straight up like you mentioned communicate in the bedroom maybe in an erotic way of what feels good what doesn't feel good and you know guide guide the guy to please you the way you want to be pleased well, absolutely agree with that what you just said what we call it the sandwich technique so the the bread is like a compliment. Yep. The meat of it is like, hey, you suck shit at this. I need you to do it this way. And not then, in those words. <laughs> yeah, not in those words, obviously. Yeah. Then you put another piece of bread at the bottom, which is another compliment. And so then you can then it's easy to digest, right? Correct. So you have bread, which compliment. The middle is the meat and potatoes of what you suck at, what you need to do better at. And then lastly, the other piece of bread. At the end of the day, it's your pleasure is at stake, right? You want your you want to have great sex. It yeah. is what it is. So you know, you can't stay silent about it. And then I was, lastly, I would say to that, you don't, you know, the thing about when you, I hate to say it, but it's true. You're kind of training your partner. You train your partner. Like when, let's say I'm dating a girl and I don't respond after 10 PM. She's learning. I'm not responding after 10 PM. I might hit her. I might be in bed and I might hit her back at, you know, 6 AM, whatever the case yeah. may be. Over time, she'll probably stop texting me after 10 PM. Stop calling me at the 10 PM. And then the vice versa uh, for my lady. If she continues to move her hip, if I'm going down on her and she continues to move her hip to the to the left, I slowly need to realize, hey, she she like it like here on the on this in this crevice that she's making me go. Yeah. And so you got to be able to train your partner as well, verbally and nonverbals. But I'm really big on the verbals. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, if they're not getting it, you're like we said. We're not mind readers. They're not mind readers. Like you have to verbally communicate in order to get anywhere sometimes. So I'm, I'm all for that as well. I'm sorry. Your person's, person's terrible in bed. Cause I, yeah, that to me, it, is that shit. a deal breaker for you? Hell yeah. <laughs> so, but can it be, would you be willing to work with your partner to get them up to, up to snuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I, I've been in that position before. So when would you be like, okay, there's, there's, there's no hope. This is a lost cause. Cut, cut, cut bait. What, like, what would you, what, at what point would that be in, in a situation with you, Mike? Uh, maybe after like, I don't know, 50 times of trying. Okay. That's where you constantly communicated. They just not getting but it. I'm, that's like, there, I don't, I'm telling you up front in the beginning of the relationship, all the things, not just from sexual aspect, but I, I'm very, I'm a communicator. My love language is quality time. My dialect is quality communication. And so Support I appreciate it. communication. That's my dialect. Let's keep it moving. So this person says, Mike and Brian, 
What is the worst date you've ever went on? Uh, I mean, honestly, I've never had like a nightmare situation date. I mean, I, I'd love to, you know, create create one and just make some stuff up, but I, I really can't. Like, I've I've always had, I've had okay dates. Uh, I've had good dates and great dates. You know what I mean? But the the one time I can think of is when I technically got catfished on Tinder, and I met up <laughs> yeah. with the girl, and it was just. It, it was false advertising. I, I can't. I can't put it any other way. It was not what I was looking at in her profile pics, and yeah, I, I, I even went with it. I went with it. I was cordial. I was a gentleman. I didn't walk out. We had dinner. <laughs> you know, we had a nice dinner. We had a nice conversation. But you know, that was the one and only date that we had. Yeah. Just because I was, you know, I, I was fooled. Uh, definitely so, man. That's uh. What about that's, you? That, that that's happened to me before as well. I, I've I've had my share of bad dates. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure I've been, you know, some of the bad date before as well. So I'm not saying I'm not like the best dater. Uh, one time, a uh, lady she brought her best friend with her, and I like bought food and drink for all three of us. And it was time like, out, time out, time out. He you, said the first time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So you asked this one lady out on a date yeah. and she brought her friend? Yeah. Like without even telling you, just no, showed up. I had zero idea until okay. I, I got there first and then she pulls up. There's a lady with her. I'm like, okay, maybe they just know each other. They walked in together. Her ass sit down too. So you just and rolled with it. You just I, ordered a whole bunch of food and rolled with it. Yeah, I know what to do. I was just okay. like, well, damn, okay. And so <laughs> now I was like, well, that's 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 a first. Uh, you know, I told you about a few of them, right? You know, <laughs> I want to speak of. Wait, them. so how yeah. how did that how did that end up? Like, what what happened? I mean, did you just? I mean, we had a great time. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna let you poop on my on my evening. I'm having a great time. So we had <laughs> a great time. A you're gonna you're gonna roll with whatever scenario is put in front of you yeah i'm gonna roll with it right uh i told you i've had a woman google me before i've had a woman look through my wallet before to see what my credit yeah. cards were i remember telling you that one that phone uh, one yeah the phone one the text uh, looking through your text that was yeah, look through my text foul. i had i had one that was <laughs> i hate to say it her breath was oh kind of atrocious um uh, <laughs> I mean, the great was date. The great, the date was great, but the breath was. Whew, had to stop that one, uh, and then we'll stop right there because hopefully there's no more bad dates. Yeah, I've had that's. I, I've I've dated a girl with gnarly breath before. You know, they have this scraper. People need to start scraping yeah. something because you tongue can brush scraper. your teeth every day, but the teeth you're brushing your teeth, not your tongue. So make sure you get a tongue scraper. Uh, Floss, so, toothbrush, yes, yeah. <laughs> all that. All right, let's go to the next one, man. All right. Uh, my girlfriend talks about their ex a lot. She swears she's 100% over the relationship and has no desire to ever get back together with him. But the topic keeps coming up. Am I a chump for letting this go on or should I cut my losses and end the relationship? Ooh. What do you think, Mike? You're a chump. That's my thoughts. Like You got you to gotta tell your person, like, hey. I really don't care about old dude. <laughs> yeah, X for a reason. Let's stop talking about the past and give this present. That's why it's called a present because I am the present for you. I'm your gift. It's the present. So you nip that in the bud, hardcore like that, yeah. like straight up. Yeah. Now, if it's like occasion, like you know, on the seldom occasion, oh, I don't know. I oh, I heard this this doctor's bad. Uh, my ex went to this doctor and it was a bad situation. That to me is like oh, for sure. You know, I'm glad your ex did it and I didn't have to go through it, you know, like when you're dating somebody, do you have a problem? Like, because I, I personally don't have a problem talking about past experiences with exes, like two that's people sharing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, that's a different. That's not what that question is asking. Yeah, yeah, that's not what the, I have. No, I think that is healthy to talk about the past in order to know the future. That's to know who you're dealing with. To yeah. know what you're dealing with. Yes. Yeah. That's completely healthy. And then I think there's also times I just gave an example of 
someone said, hey, yeah, my ex went to this doctor. He said it wasn't good. There's also times where you can bring up your ex. But this individual just says his girlfriend brings up his ex a lot. And she yeah. swears she's 100% over. You're a chump. Like, you need to nip that in the butt. Hey, I don't appreciate you talking about this individual all the time. Like, I wish we had like, more context. context, examples of like what... You know what I'm we, saying? Because, we always want more context, bro. Yeah. We, we, we stop being a doctor. <laughs> we don't get. We don't get. It. You know, all this is all we have to go off of. But I agree with you, man. I mean, I really don't have much to add on that. Like, if 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 it's bad and she just continues to talk about this guy, like you said, she should see you as the present, and you're the blessing. You're you're her future. The past is the past. It's a closed chapter. Like, there's no reason to bring that guy up ever again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, unless. You maybe have some underlying feelings for him, which could be the case, which I understand why this guy's upset. So, you know, I was going to say maybe, you know, say it in like a different way, like maybe subtly like, well, you know, I, I it, it sucks that, you know, he treated you so bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think maybe it's healthy for you to be talking about him. Uh, you know what I mean? Because it, it, it fucks with your, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like maybe that way, but. At the same time, I think your straightforward approach would also work as well. Yeah, we're, um, not, we're not using funny with this one. We're not using humor with this one. Hey, no. babe, you see this fine piece of meat in front of you? Stop talking about <laughs> it. Let's get to it. <laughs> There's no need to talk about anybody else. Yeah, that's how I feel. All right, I feel you on that. All right, what's next? Oh, this one's for you. It's uh-huh. a Mike question. Mike, what are the most important qualities you are looking for in a romantic partner? I, you know, I'm passionate. Take notes, this ladies. One. I'm passionate with this one. You gotta have a passport. You don't have a passport. Hey, you better go talk to the USPO and get one. Uh, <laughs> I'm big on culture, big on travel, big on. Mike's taking you first class. <laughs> Gee, I ain't never took first class. <laughs> I don't class. know about all that. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't been in first class. I ain't paid for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, don't don't get it twisted. Don't, you know, don't be lying out here. Don't on me. Uh, if it's real, you be coaching me. <laughs> yeah, if it's real, you know, we're going to be in coach and be happy. <laughs> but I'm really big on my partner being able to teach me something. And which means what I'm really saying is that they're passionate about something. They have something that they're extremely passionate about, whether it's volleyball, whether it's uh, reading about Nikola Tesla in 369, whether it's being a teacher. I really value when someone's passionate about something. But the biggest thing that I like in my romantic partner is energy. And that's something that you cannot control, you know? And it's a, it's a simply a feeling that I get. I remember this one lady, I was in an Airbnb with the homies and we walked down a hall, me and this lady, and it was like a rush just came over me. I had to look at her and it wasn't like a, like she was God's gift to women. It was just like the energetic thing that was just there. And it, it was like magnetic for us. And then, you know, I wouldn't talk to her or whatever, but um, the most romantic things I'm, or what I'm looking for a romantic partner is a woman that is fierce, but she also knows how to, she can approach and say what's on her mind as well. I love having feminine energy and masculine energy. And I love for my partner to have feminine energy and masculine energy. I love when we can both, you know, go off of that with one another. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, like, yeah, she, like you said, fierce, but then she also can be soft and feminine, like you mentioned, and just I, I love that let you maybe balance. take over and then vice versa. Yeah. I don't want you all soft. Yeah. I don't want you all hard. I want, you know, I'm not all hard. I'm not all soft. I love the mass. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a blend. A, it's, a, it's a blend. It's a uh, yin and yang, give and take. Be, be masculine when I'm feminine. Be feminine when I'm masculine. I feel you on that. I feel yeah. you on that. So let's get to it, man. Let's keep it moving. I recently noticed that my guy follows a lot of IG models on his social. He isn't liking their stuff, but it feels weird that he follows so many hot girls on IG that he presumably doesn't even know. Am I out of time telling him to unfollow? Uh, am I out of line is what I believe she means. Am I out of line to him to unfollow? Am I out of time? Uh, I think she means line. Out of line. Um... I mean, making a big stink to unfollow. I mean, again, I, I don't know if you, you mentioned me being a doctor and asking for context, but I mean, is this something where you guys started dating and he, you know, was following a bunch of IG models in his single life? I think that she mentioned that 
He isn't liking their stuff. She did, yeah. Right? I mean, I think that's a good sign. Um, you know, does it show a little insecurity on her on her part that he does follow so many IG models? I think it would be worse if, yes, if he was liking all their pics, commenting here and there, you know, possibly sliding in DMs, then that's definitely crossing the line. But if that isn't happening, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I don't know. Like... Because I've had, I know somebody, it was actually a, a guy doing this to a woman in the relationship. They're actually now married, so it's maybe not the best example, and they have a couple kids. But <laughs> this man made her go through every single guy in her phone. Call these dudes and basically be like, I can't interact with you any anymore. True. And and these were and these were guys that she knew, like guys that were her friends for years. You know what I'm saying? Like she just wanted her to cut off communication with every single dude in her past. Correct. Major insecurities. They ended up getting married. I don't know. <laughs> that's hey, that's, that's their issue. Happy works for, for them. them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, essentially, I, immediately when I saw this question, I went to that scenario and it's like I can see her like behind his phone and he's just like going girl by girl, like unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if all that is necessary. Um, I mean, if he's all about you and he's giving you the attention and the love that you desire and, and like the other guy said in the other question that you guys are solid, then I wouldn't worry about it too much. I mean, maybe you follow some guys on your Instagram that, you know, he could possibly say the same thing about him. Mean, he's not, raising an issue on that so i wouldn't make it an issue until it becomes an issue but that's just me what uh, do you think if y'all are solid then you need to just allow him to like look at some hot girls i mean if y'all are solid if he's showing you that love showing you that attention it is what it is when we are in relationships you are not the only woman in this world he Correct. is not the only guy in this world we all have eyes. <laughs> yeah, we all have eyes. And so it's it's going to always be that way for the rest of your entire life. He's going to work with somebody that's hot. It may happen. Uh, get over it. I would be sweeter to you if I was in person with you, baby, but I'm not. So that's just the answer. If he's showing you love and attention, he's not liking it, not commenting it. He's just following them. Let the boy follow. Yeah, he's. Be, I mean, in essence, he's being respectful. He's not disrespecting the relationship, right? Yeah, he's not disrespecting the relationship. This love, follow. All right, here we go. Next question we got. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, my fiance comes from a good amount of money, and his family wants me to sign a prenup. Am I wrong for not wanting to sign? It feels like just a bad way to start a marriage. Help. Um. Ooh, my mama, me and my mom have had this conversation. And my mama <laughs> hates my response. <laughs> what, is your, what does mama think first? I'm, well, mama thinks that, hell no, we ain't signing no prenup. That's what my mom thinks, right? That's how she okay. feels. That's in her heart. It's cemented in her heart of how she feels. Did she? I, what's the reason behind that, if you don't mind me asking? Like, is the, that just the way she was raised? Like, no, that's, me, me and my mom broke it down. That's just a complete emotional thing. She doesn't care. And I respect her for it. Okay. Mom, she's not, there's zero logic behind it. We've broken it down. And she's just like, hey, this is that's what her, I want. That's her preference. That's just, yeah, it's her preference. And I'm, I can, I will never get mad at someone's preference. For me, I don't see, you know, I'm driving a car, I'm still going to put a seatbelt on. I don't ever intend <laughs> to get in a car right, but that seatbelt going to be on. Uh, <laughs> that's my response. That's a, that's, a, that's a good analogy. It's a good analogy. Um, I mean, I get the sentiment of you feeling, you know, it's a bad way to start a marriage. You'd be so sweet. Answer her question. You'd be so sweet. <laughs> and, you know, it should be about love and not about money. But like in your specific situation, your fiance came into the relationship with a hell of a lot of money and a hell of a hell, uh, a hell of a lot of wealth. And I think you just need to think of it logically and put yourself in his situation and his point of view, like, would it be fair if something happens in your relationship and you are basically potentially could get half of his family's fortune? 
Like, yeah. if you if you think about it like that, like, do you really feel like you're entitled to that? I mean, if the answer is no, then I think you just sign the damn paper because at the end of the day, if you're truly in it for love, then it shouldn't matter. Like, if she, like, if she if she makes a huge stink about it, I, I don't know. Maybe you might want to question her intentions. Like, are you looking to trap this dude to get that yeah. money? I don't know. I don't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you are whoever you are out there, but I mean, if it's truly about love, then you just sign it. I don't know. That's just me, especially no. in, in this specific scenario. That's how you feel. There's nothing wrong with how you feel. You know, that's your hot take on it. We we do agree on this hot take, but I would say, baby, the, the, the statistics are not in our favor, not just your favor, our favor with, you know, half of marriage yeah. in divorce. Yeah. You know, number one reason being financial. And so if you love that person, I wouldn't let a piece of paper come in between that love. Question. Would you want to sign, like, let's say, like this The answer scenario. is yes. I would sign a prenup if my woman was worth a hundred million. No, no. Yes. Of course. Yes. That's, that's, I agree with that. But let's say you guys are starting from scratch. Like y'all don't have this and wealth. She wants that a prenup? This, and you guys, and yeah, like, let's sign a prenup, babe. I'm and you guys it. don't have anything. I'm going to sign it. You'll sign it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a sign, I, I'm a firm believer. I know how much uh, I really like love. I really love love. And so I'm not going to let a prenup get in between that. To me, I look at it like a car seat. I mean, not a car seat, but a, a seat belt. <laughs> You're going to put it on. <laughs> no. Nah, for or, safety or, purposes. Or, 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 or vice versa. She's like, baby, I need you to put the seat belt on. All right, cool. I don't expect us to get in a car crash. Gotcha. All right. All right. So, All right. Uh, so we're going to do this one. The last question, last question. Uh, I love these. I love the rest. There's like four more. I would love them all. But I'm a 36. I'm a 36 year old, and I'm one bad date away from being forever single, tatted on my forehead. Should I just accept that I'm going to be single forever, or how can I stay optimistic that my person's still out there? I think this is great for you, Brian, knowing your history. I go back to the same man. Fall down seven times. Get up eight. You got you got to continue to put yourself out there. Um, how old were you when on The Bachelor, Brian? What's that? Tell us how old you were when you went on The Bachelor. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven for y'all. Thirty-seven. <laughs> yes, I was. I was the eldest of the of the the men. Um, but yeah, man, I think you just got to continue to put yourself out there, embrace the journey, get the learning lessons from each encounter that you have, and. Um, I don't know, maybe switch it up. Like there's different types of men out there. Like I'd love, again, context. Are you just dating in your little bubble of a city? Like maybe you need to move to somewhere where it's a little bit more diverse. Go abroad, you know, live six months in Italy. <laughs> you never know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe you find somebody, the love of your life in another country. Like your soulmate maybe does isn't necessarily in a 20 mile radius of where you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you just got to expand your, your horizons a little bit and, and see, man, I, I just don't, don't ever give up though. Don't ever give up. There's somebody out there for you and you just maybe got to, got to switch it up a little bit and think differently. I feel this individual. I'm 34, be 35 later this year. I feel you. I honestly, I want to say sorry to the people in my close circles. I've been disgruntled like the last few months. I'm kind of over people asking me am I single and out the answer is yes that shit is annoying so I feel you I'm completely understanding uh, and what I'm doing is literally focusing on me what I like I'm trying to become the person that I want to attract I am very uh, selective and so I feel that I'm not up to my future wife's standards and that's how I'm looking at it that's just the way my brain operates and so I'm just focusing on being a better me and I would tell you, baby, just focus on being a better you and do the things that you love. You know, you like kickboxing, go to kickboxing class and just, you know, become freaking black, but whatever the case may be. You might meet somebody in that regard. Do what your heart desires and the person will come. Amen. Amen. And with that being said, we will wrap this show up, man. Uh, we just want to thank everybody for turning in these amazing questions. We hope that you know, you you enjoyed our answers and we could give a little bit of insight uh, to your situation and help you out in that sense. And uh, we just appreciate you guys for tuning into today's episode.
I think the cool thing about a lot of these questions is that our answers weren't quote unquote the answer that you want to hear, you know? Um, yeah. But which is why I continue to love uh, the platform that we have and talk on because we're just being honest about our thoughts. Yeah. Uh, and so if you disagree with us, it's perfectly fine. Just, I'm gonna love you. I hope that you continue to love us. Uh, that's why we call them hot takes, you know? Um, I do want to say thank you to all those that sent in and sorry for the ones that we couldn't get to them. Uh, but thank you and continue to send them all in because we are definitely going to get to them. Uh, I love when we do episodes like this. It's so fun for us. Yeah, definitely fun. Definitely got to do these every once in a while to keep it fresh. Yes, yes, yes. And with that being said, guys, we uh, don't necessarily have any specific gems for you guys today, but hopefully by answering these questions, we dropped some gems for you all out there and helped you all navigate love and your relationships and, uh, you know, keep sending those questions in because like Mike said, we love doing these episodes and, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, help a lot of people out there. What do you think, Mike? Definitely so, man. Definitely. And again, to all of our listeners, Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We love y'all. No, definitely. So thank y'all for writing in. We truly appreciate it. And you know, we always love to hear those opinions. Continue to write those in. Your stories, your insights. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social and talking out BS and Bachelor in the Nation on IG. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And baby, continue to DM me once you've already subscribed. Love you.